This is Neve Bushnell from Tech Ireland, and I am here today with Brendan Bonner from the IDA, who is our lead advisor on blockchain for Innovation Nation 2019. Thank you so much for being here, Brendan. It's great to be here, Neve. So we've had a great um, pre-chat on everything that's going on in blockchain, and I was just saying to you earlier on that it really has moved so far so fast since last year's book and the companies that we were tracking there. So maybe before we dive into the companies, tell us a little bit about your involvement and your background in blockchain. Yeah, thanks Neve. Um, my role is um, I'm a technology advisor with IDA Ireland who are responsible for FDI investments into Ireland. Um, and as part of that role, we help encourage ecosystems to be developed. And one part of that is we have an initiative called Blockchain Ireland. Um, this is a, an open initiative where we invite in multinationals, SMEs, startups, and people who are interested but have an expertise in blockchain technology to come show and tell and to talk about what projects they're currently working on and if they could use assistance. Um, as part of that, it's been going since the end of 2016. Um, and we have in total around 240 members and a regular meetup, which has around 50 people. Okay. So, so it's been, the last year has been very exciting for blockchain technology. Great. So you're a regular host of, uh, of, of hungry and curious people here in the idea. It's held here, I guess it's held around, around Dublin and maybe even around the country, is it? We hold it in different locations occasionally, usually here in IDA, again, because a lot of services are being provided pro bono. Um, so so we like to be able to, to put our hands out to the ecosystem and say, We're, you're welcome here. Um, but we are trying to get initiatives going to get it um, in um, initially in Cork and then in Galway and Sligo afterwards. Super, because as we're going to see now when we start talking about companies, there's companies all over the country actually that are doing really interesting things in blockchain. Uh, so tell us about, you, you had the task, as all of our advisors do, of choosing the headline companies for the book this year and uh, I know that there was too many to choose from which is always a good thing but tell us about a couple of the companies that you did put into the headline 10 companies. Yeah as, as you mentioned there's actually quite a lot going on in the last year we've had quite a few startups receiving funding and we've had a lot of investment from international companies coming in as part of this ecosystem seeing that there is talent here um, and building upon that and that's actually helped raise the boats for all of the startup community and SME community as well. Great. Um, so as we said there's been um, probably too many to mention in a short interview. <laughs> we love them all but here are the headline companies. <laughs> yeah I, I mean what, what I like to see is companies who are exciting and doing something different and um, I mean, fr from the start, there's been companies that are working in changing um, how carbon is used, um, how the environment is treated in agri-tech, and also how we help um, work with NGOs in um, developing nations. Uh, so the first one of those is probably A-Tech as well. Yeah. A-Tech have been going for a few years now, and they they've had a very solid mission that they've, they've seen that when you donate to a charity, that it has to get to where it's going. What their system does is use blockchain technology in a purest sense to make sure that if you make a contribution, you can follow the path all the way down to um, going towards a sustainable development um, uh, initiative in um, sub-Saharan Africa, for instance. So, so they've been doing very well and they, they are growing and growing and because it is an NGO sector, it's particularly targeted. 
Yeah. Um, but we can see it actually bearing fruit now over the next couple of years. And it's also very good for people who actually want to become involved in that. Great. Um, and another good example um, is Hive. Um, so Hive are a Donegal-based company um, who have been set up using um, a blockchain platform. Um, and what they do is they... Um, they, they make sure that you have provenance in honey supply. So their core thing is they use IoT devices to generate a count of um, the particles in honey when it's in the hive. They will then follow that through the blockchain, through the supply chain until it gets to the shelf. So on your honey pot, you will have a QR code that you can scan and make sure that you can see end to end. And they've been rolling this out because we, we have a limited supply of honey. They, yeah. They've been reaching out, so they've deployed it in a couple of locations in Europe. Um, and it's, it's a really good example, and it could be applied to lots and lots of industries where you have high-value content, um, and you want to make sure that it is actually what it says on the jar in this case. That's great. They're, they're part of that honey, honey bee continuum that starts with companies like Apis Protect and Cork who do the, the management, the, the, the beekeeper management system. So um, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of interest in, in both of those companies here in Ireland and, and both really, as you say, huge opportunity globally for yeah, what they're doing. Exactly. And they, they depend on the rest of the ecosystem, the IoT ecosystem as well, to make sure that the, um, the devices and what we use to actually measure it, that's actually coming from the medtech community. Um, that they use as their input device for the blockchain for um, Hive's ecosystem. Great, another strong community in Ireland, MedTech, huge, obviously. Yeah. Y yep, and it's, it's very much, it's another one which is, is definitely going to grow and there will be cross-collaboration between MedTech and blockchain. As it, as it moves beyond crypto and ICOs, uh, they can see that technology is actually very valuable and it is becoming the next base layer internet. Great. Super. Super. Okay. Who else is on your list, Brendan? Uh, on my list, I mean, tied into that again, we have um, Clearstream as another company which is based out of DCU. And what they do Dublin is... Dublin City University, yeah. Dublin City University. They're part of the um, innovation hub that they have there, DCU Alpha. And what their proposition is, is that they um, will measure um, sustainability and supply chain. Um, so they will ensure that we don't exceed, as part using blockchain smart um, contracts, that you don't exceed certain carbon limits. So it's, it's a very, again, noble aim, but it's something that's essential and there is a high value in it in terms, especially of EU funding, where we've got, um, we've got quite, quite a bit of money on the table um, for any carbon reduction projects. But it's also something that's going to be global. Um, in the future um, so that they, they've got a really good base and we can see them growing over the next year um, I'd say probably another one related to that um, would be IRERC the International mm. Energy Research Centre yeah tell us about th they're based in Cork am I right yeah it's uh, they, they've came out of um, uh, Tyndall and UCC yeah the and research centre Tyndall which is globally famous yeah, yeah. and they, they've been working with with um, lots and lots of, of US-based companies to bring prototypes to life. Um, but as part of that, they've also got very um, foundation research in energy utilization and how that can be applied to grid technology. Um, and as part of that, they've, um, they've developed a couple of blockchain initiatives. One of them is called Enerport, and that's a project for um, international trading of energy. 
Um, it's massive. It, it's it's going to be a massive potential, and especially if you can do it from somewhere like Cork, where um, it has a great reputation for research and being based in Ireland as well, it has a great reputation for trust. Yeah, absolutely. So, T- tell us about the the ecosystem that is supporting all of these companies. I mean, how are we doing in terms of research centres and in terms of funding and in terms of multinational support? I mean, it sounds like a great story. I mean, where are we at and where is it going? Yeah, we, we have got a great system supporting especially startups and any research. Um, we have a number of what we call Science Foundation Ireland research sponsored centres where we have close to a million dollars in funding goes to um, uh, um, ITC and other um, technology advancements. So there, there's a total of 28 research and technology centres that are funded. In the blockchain space, we have a number who have been very um, close. Um, number one would be Cedar, um, who we work close with with Blockchain Ireland. Yeah. They, they've been looking at um, how each base blockchain technology compares and how latency has been impacted. So the difference between public and private blockchains is a very pertinent one in the international community. Yeah. Um, and they've been looking at how we can make the best use of both and to put the, the business case together for going one way or another. Um, actually getting to the core of why you're using blockchain, um, we have two research centres, Insight, who are based in a number of universities in around the um, country. Around the country. Yeah. They, they've been very good. They've got um, principal investigators who are looking at applications of data and what you really need to put into a blockchain to make it usable and how to make it much more efficient. And then you also have Adapt Center as well. You do, again, they've been looking primarily at utilization of data and making the application of it relevant to industry. Okay, just listening to the, uh, the large construction uh, that's going on outside. Were you mentioning a construction blockchain company earlier on? Yeah, again, as part of the startup community, we've got um, a company called Site Passport who are based in Dunleary. Um, and they've seen that there is actually a need. They, they've developed a platform for the construction industry to make sure that every one of the players in the development and um, building um, community is able to um, guarantee that they will be paid at the end of the day, but ensure that what they're paid for is actually what they asked for. Um, so they've seen a demand of um, other interested parties and they set up a blockchain-based construction blockchain federation. Um, it's early days yet, but but hopefully again we can see um, the the future of contracts in building, especially somewhere like um, Ireland, where there's a significant development going on. Absolutely, and on the ecosystem side of things, you 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 know we've talked before about IBM being involved and Primerica being involved, and even on the aircraft leasing side. People might not know there's kind of an interesting aircraft leasing story. I mean, Ireland is the centre of aircraft leasing and globally. So maybe share a little bit of that and how that all fits into blockchain. Yeah, Ireland's definitely the, the number one player now in terms of aircraft leasing. And we've got a lot of them, indigenous and international companies who are hosted here. Um, so as part of that, they've been seeing that they depend heavily on trust. You've got aircraft assets and you've got um, them being leased out at different times. You need to make sure that you're paying for what you're actually using. And blockchain and DLT technology is definitely a foundation part of that. 
So we've had um, a number of groups have always been engaging with the aircraft leasing community. Um, we're talking about the research centres and the, the other international players who have a large presence here, such as IBM Labs and MasterCard Labs, Deloitte Labs. And they've been working closely with the aircraft leasing companies. And of course, there's, um, there, there's a couple of other companies such as SPMC who are based here as well in getting to the next level of using blockchain as a, a way to reduce a lot of the friction that's currently encountered in the aircraft industry. Great. I mean, Avalon, obviously, they just opened their big new office there in Bowles Bridge recently, and I got a tour of it. It's amazing what they're doing here and, and uh, what they're building. Uh, and then, obviously, there's lots of other CETA we mentioned earlier on. Yeah, and of course, CETA have a subsidiary as well based in Dublin, who is essentially the international registry, and they've just gone over 1 million um, aircraft assets being under their management. Um, so again, they, they're really dying for companies to come along with blockchain technology and tell them how to actually make that a little bit more frictionless. Great. And uh, John in Block Aviation, give John a mention. He's one of our advisors for blockchain, so uh, so he's doing, he's doing great things as well. Um, in terms then of the global trends in blockchain and where Ireland can find a role for itself. I mean, you know, we're small of scale and you and I talked earlier about per capita, we are, you know, doing a lot of research and great companies and everything, but obviously in terms of dollars invested and patents coming out the other end, you know, I mean, the big players are the States and China, but where can Ireland play, where can Ireland be world-class and competitive in blockchain, do you think? Yeah, one area which we can, I mean, we've seen, I think we, we pushed on it earlier on, we have a lot of the international companies that have come and set up here, consultancy firms such as the Consensus, Ernst & Young, um, and also we've got other companies such as Block Demon, um, another one which is saying, if you have something to be developed upon, um, then we'll provide the platform, you come along with the idea. And Ireland has been very good in coming along with ideas of how best to make use of what we currently have, such as large amounts of data being stored in Ireland, um, to get into that next level where we want to develop trust applications. And because blockchain is that next level of trust, Ireland's in a quite good position to actually um, be able to say to the rest of the world, listen, if you want to host your blockchain application, if you want to have any portion of it centralized in, in a decentralized world, then having it in Ireland is probably a good place because we can introduce that kind of um, data ethics um, because we've been highly focused as part of um, both the government and um, coming from industry, that Ireland becomes uh, an ethical centre for data and AI. And blockchain is probably the next portion of that which could actually add on. And as, as part of that, we're hosting a plenary for defining the international blockchain um, standards, IS 307, um, in May this year as well. So it's a, it's a great opportunity where we can get the global community together and talk about what their requirements are and what Ireland can offer to them. That's great. It, it makes so much sense that Ireland would be positioning itself as the strong kind of like center for data ethics and, and data management uh, ethically done. And now that we can kind of play the same role when it comes to blockchain. Very exciting. Exactly. And it is going to be exciting. We, we do know we've had a number of small countries who are able to sort of be very flexible with the regulation in attracting cutting edge blockchain technology. We have to see what's at the other side of the hype curve. 
and make sure that we're in a good position to to both um, encourage financial services companies to retain, retrain here, um, but also for new business and new areas to, to spring up. Um, we're starting to see that now, and hopefully 2019 will be very successful in terms of support for DLT and blockchain. Great. Uh, one final note, Brendan. Um, earlier on, we talked about, and I know Nia O'Connell who runs this, um, the blockchain, the women blockchain events. Yeah. There's there's a lot going on there. I mean, we don't see too many female founders leading Irish product companies in the blockchain space yet. But there's a huge kind of ecosystem of women in blockchain in Ireland. Am I right? There, there definitely is, and we're we're kind of jealous in our. Blockchain Ireland group as well, where we focus on very um, low-level technology sort of matters in in some of it as well. Um, so, so there was a need that we did have so many people working in blockchain, especially the the, the guys in Consensus and Watchman. Um, but um, what they've seen is that all of the other companies have these very competent, both engineers and people who have use cases in blockchain. Uh, they start to get together and all they, these they, women. They, they've certainly they. They've overtaken. I mean, we're talking about up to a hundred people, women attending each month at one of the Block W events. So, so it's been very. It's, I mean, it's great for us because we need more diversity in ICT as a whole. But to be able to see actually them coming together and um, and actually talking and seeing what the issues are and feed that then back into the general industry is is amazing for Ireland and it's something we, we highly encourage. Maybe that's another thing we can lead on. <laughs> Female block, block W, is that what it's, is that what it's called? Yeah, block, yeah. block W. Block w, As I said, we, we've had a number of them um, over the past, so this is one where we've brought together all of the groups and it is a national initiative as well. They've already set up hubs in Cork and had a number of meetings down there. Great. So hopefully, hopefully it will grow and grow. I'm sure it will. Brendan, thank you so much for bringing us through what's going on in blockchain in Ireland and what we should be seeing in the future. Um, I think we're going to be hearing a lot from some of these companies in 2019. City Swifter is another one we didn't mention, but we can't mention them all. But watch out for City Swifter out there, people. And uh, we'll uh, we'll come back and do it all again in a year's time. Yep, and I will have to mention as well, because I've skipped over education a bit as well, we do have the first um, Masters, um, which has been hosted in DCU for um, blockchain technology. Now, there are a couple of other ones primarily focused on cryptocurrency, but this is the first one that's focused entirely on the industry requirements, and it, it covers all underlying blockchain technologies and applications that you can use. So it's, uh, it's an exciting time. So that should be going ahead this year, as long, along with a lot of other um, supported, uh, industry-supported initiatives in in terms of upskilling and transferable skills great great brendan thanks a million we'll keep talking okay Take care. thanks a lot Neil. thanks for listening this podcast is part of a series tech garland has developed to accompany the launch of innovation nation 2019 our coffee table book and go-to guide to innovation in ireland to listen to other great discussions from this series about innovation driven cities in ireland and world-class companies here Go to the content section of techgarland.org and select podcasts. You can also purchase a copy of the Innovation Nation book from our website under the heading 2019 in the main menu of techgarland.org. Thank you.